right, welcome everyone to the Canadian Perspective, or maybe the Canadian Perspective. I don't know. Well, we might be changing the name soon. Hopefully, I don't know. We gotta find a better name first to change it to. Yeah, the things we have on the agenda today include we're me mentioning some of the shit that's going on in Parliament. We're talking about how some landlords are gay. We're gonna be talking about listen, gay is not a bad thing. Landlords are bad. No, gays are awesome, actually. Heteroflex where Derek and I have announced that we are gonna be entering heterosexual gay marriage. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm all for it. Listen, I was talking about that uh with my buddy Logan for the you know, tax benefits, you know. Tax benefit well, I'm just talking about the relationship benefits. Tax benefits, wink, you know. We're relationship benefits. Mm. I mean Jeez, come on. okay. We wouldn't be the first couple to do it. I mean, we're no. looking at you, Asan and Will. But should um so we're gonna talk about how landlords they're not cool because derek wanted to uh well i had okay i had a conversation with my buddies about landlords and they wanted me to uh or they're talking about investing in real Real estate estate. and shit and like get rent and i'm just like i am not going to invest in real estate because i think that's like the worst thing you can invest in morally yeah and so we can talk about that. And I we, wanted to. we got an assorted list of things on the agenda for us to talk about. Some bills in the parliament in Canada. We got some some extra stuff on the Haitian assassination. We're going to talk about some extra stuff on the side, like genofunction research. Um, and then we might pull up some other stuff that's trying to be passed. Maybe. We're just chilling today. It's, it's not that crazy of a day. It's not that crazy. We're just going to have a good time of and talk day. some shit. That's correct, Eric. Okay, why are landlords shit, Cole? Because you need to have housing. And so if you don't have housing... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> All right, you, everybody needs to have housing. That's one of the most important things that you, uh, that you need uh, in, our, in our society. And so if you own land and you're a landlord and you're, you're forced people to pay rent, that means that eventually they're going to be paying more than the house is worth over a long period of time. Now, that's basically what um, people who do loans and shit already do. No, basically my, my whole point here uh, talking uh, in this conversation is that uh, landlords are the most exploitive you can be other than like, like sexually exploitive shit like that. Um, but like economically, economically exploitive, you're basically a leech being a landlord. So what you're doing is because you have capital, you buy a house and you siphon money from poor people who don't have the capital to buy a property, but do have the capital to pay rent. And so what it's going to be is going, they're going to, uh, they're going to both cover your, um, your mortgage for the property as well as some profit on top of that. So essentially they they will be paying more to rent the house than they would have to if they were own the house if they had the original capital to own the house over a certain period of time no not that's that's from right the beginning the so um so well, yeah you not... you would have to provide a down payment to buy the property originally yeah. in yes. order to get a mortgage but however with the landlords you don't have to put in the pro- um the down payment originally but you are going to have to give the landlord profit over top of the mortgage. Over top of the otherwise, mortgage. why would anyone be a landlord? They're looking for profit. Yeah. Now, the biggest thing here is, like, if they're individual landlords, like, it's, 
not that crazy if like you're renting out a room to a buddy who needs a room. That's different than like the that. whole house. That's different. If you're making profit off of someone who is basically under the threat of being homeless. Yeah, that's a little bit different. That's, will, that's just the definition of exploitation. You're exploiting people that are poorer than you in order to enrich yourself. Right, and the devil's advocate argument, though, is that you have an asset and that you're going to let somebody use an asset, so you're renting it out to them, and therefore you should charge them for the stuff. But the whole ethical dilemma that goes along with charging somebody for housing is what makes this a complicated issue. It's not just like you're renting a car or you're renting golf clubs or you're renting yeah, a so dildo. Like like you're, these are you're renting a things. bowling shoes or something. Like you're paying a premium in order to go bowling, right? Renting that, bowling. Though, right? I love how we're just throwing everything. Bowling shoes. Yeah, golf clubs getting rented. We okay, let's just talk about bowling, bowling shoes because everybody knows about bowling shoes. Okay, you're renting bowling shoes. You going bowling isn't like I don't know Maslow, why. I don't know part of the Maslow hierarchy of needs. Right. I don't know who you're talking about, but listen, when I'm dealing with bulls, I need special shoes. Bulls. Yeah. I'm saying bowling. Yeah, bowling shoes. Oh, okay. So when I'm talking about the bowling shit, is it's not essential for your life. To go bowling. You don't have to. One of the arguments that was presented to me when I was having this conversation was like, it's just like going out to get, uh, have a dinner. No, but it's you're not. You're paying a premium for the food because you're getting a service. That's the worst example. Who gave you that example? I don't want to uh, talk shit about him. Okay, listen, if guy. you're listening, the guy who gave don't him that example, say this. I l- go fuck yourself, dude. That's I a love horrible that example. I love that Because kid. the food is ass. made for you. You're not renting the food as in you're going to eat it and then vomit it up later and then pay a premium because... For ownership over the food. That's not how it works. If you had a stove. If you had a stove. That you rented to cook something in. And then you gave it back. And you paid a premium on the time. For the time that you had the stove. That would be a better example. What the hell is this food argument? Okay. Relax. Don't go that hard. I'm going hard right now. This guy is a cool guy. Okay. Okay. Listen, you're a cool dude. You said some dumb shit. Okay. Don't attack this guy. I love this guy. Get this guy on call right now. Get him on call right now. Listen, he's out. You're going to have to cut that. I am going to cut that. I don't want to directly attack him. No, I understand. But like one of the the arguments was like, well, going out to eat, you're basically renting a table. You're purchasing food and you're paying a premium on top of that how is that any different than paying a premium to live in a house and i'm like well you don't have to go out and purchase you don't have to go out to a restaurant to be able to eat going to a restaurant is already a luxury right you would say so i already basically tore apart that whole example that he gave i know but you went a little too hard no i'm not gonna cut out the hard part I'll cut out his name and shit, and now we were calling him out, but no, he, I, I'm going to He's gonna like keep our the... number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good, though. Like, you see what I'm saying, though? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. that's not no, how No, I understand works, what you're, you're saying. I was, I was not trying to go that hard either uh, while I was talking to them about it, because I was just like, they're high, and I'm kind of drunk, and I just want to go home. <laughs> you just want to fight. But I didn't want to talk about it, because I thought it was an interesting topic. And landlords suck. Now, the other problem here is there's corporations. Corporations like Blackwater and, and all Blackwater and shit. Yeah. They own a massive majority of the houses in the States. Yeah, they right? do. So what, what's, basically what's happening is this uh, corporation is going out and buying up homes that are on sale. And uh, that's why it's so expensive to buy houses. 
Right. Because then they just sit on them. Because they sit on them and they don't sell them. They don't sell them and they don't necessarily rent them out either. No. Um, and that's why the price, the renting price is so high. So basically what their plan is, is to buy so many uh, houses that you won't be able to buy a house anymore and you will be forced to rent from them. And then they have basically a monopoly of housing that you have to pay them to live. And they get to, since they have a monopoly on this essential asset, they can charge whatever they want because you will have to pay it because it's an under the price. threat of being homeless. Because it's an inelastic price. Exactly. This is the problem with uh, landlord ownership and, of course, over the broad span of this uh, capitalist system. This is the main problem. And something else, something that people would use to fix this whole issue is the idea of having uh, rent controls. But the problem with rent controls is that uh, if you have rent controls over a certain area, so not allowing rent to go over that price, a certain price, then the areas around the rent controlled areas, the, the rent goes up because they're not being controlled. Mm -hmm. And that's a response to the uh, prevention of the prices going up in that one specific area. And then also leads to less housing being built because of not having, because um, when it comes to building housing, it's like construction companies can be hired by, you know, either renters or they can be hired by, you know, other types of real estate firms. But uh, they generally don't build housing unless if they know, they, unless if they're guaranteed to make a, f a shitload of money. Exactly. So you just end up with not as much housing being built in those areas under rent controls and then the rent around those areas going up in value and no no one's also going to fix up those houses either right so they're just going to deteriorate into nothing and you basically destroy a neighborhood with the rent controls yeah so that's why you need to have something like you know state-owned housing or you need to have social housing so either we have social housing that the government pays for and you basically pay your rents the cost of the building right the cost for upkeep that's your rent. You just don't have to put up the capital and, uh, for ownership. And then you don't have to pay property taxes. Or you just have massive uh, social housing. Um, not socialized housing, but social housing. So basically, the tenants own the building itself. And everybody pays into uh, the upkeep for the building. Which is kind of like what uh, I showed uh, Cole uh, Bosch clip. He was basically talking about that as well. But yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah, landlords are exploitative in nature. One of the most exploitive things in, in nature. Like, I, I, I wouldn't even buy stocks, like uh, real estate stock, companies that do anything with yeah. real estate. I, I just don't agree with it. I think it's such a fucking gross leech culture. They are leeching off of the tenants. And they're, they're leeching off of people that are poorer than them. And they just think it's a good investment, so they do it. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, you're, you're literally forcing poor people to pay you for the privilege to live in a, a house that for some reason you put 20000 or like $50,000 down. That is true. To pay for. Uh -huh. Right? And you get passive income off of the fact that they're too poor to own their own property. Um. That's gross in my opinion. And that's why I will never be a landlord no matter how rich I am. I don't think I could do that. You heard it here first, folks. I don't think I could do that morally. Morally, Derek can't do that. Are I can't. Recording? I can't. I hope so. We are still recording. Okay, so, so that's about it with landlords, I, I think. Do you have anything to add to that? Nothing to add. Um, uh, commodification of uh, 
land is shit, and that's basically where it all starts. Of housing, yeah. Yeah, so we want to decommoditize housing. That's right. And that's why you want to be a socialist, because that's a socialist ideal. We're not going to go to bills in Parliament yet. Why not? We're just going to talk about... I want to talk about kids... I mean, that's one of the nice bills. ones, bro. Uh, Come on, man. I mean, one of the bills in Parliament is uh, protecting young persons from exposure to porno- pornography. Act. Yeah, that's a lovely one. Fantastic. Don't well, let we're the kids not gonna go. We're not going to go there yet. We're going to know the Haitian assassination, okay? All right, Haitian assassination. So some information has come out about the Haitian assassination. Now, it turns out that... Uh, two of the people who participated in the assassination effort were FBI informants, and three of them were actually DEA informants, Department of uh, the Drug Enforcement Agency. And the rest of them were American-trained Colombian mercenaries. The reason why this is interesting is because the United States' name is all over this. Now, the guy, Moise who was deposed in this assassination, deposed as in literally shot in the face. Yeah, he died. Uh, yeah, he died. I'm pretty sure his wife died, too, from the injuries she suffered Did from she? the assassination I thought she was attempt. fine. Uh, well, she was injured at first, but I don't know if she survived. No, it turns out she survived. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Anyways. So, she survived, but... Um, some more information. So the United States' name is written all over it. So this Moisey guy, uh, as we mentioned in the last one when we talked about it, turns out that he... What is he? Not the best guy. He's not the best guy. And, you know, he was supported, generally supported by the United States. Uh, well, his, um, he was kind of propped up by the United States, wasn't he? A little bit. And it's then, not the same as Aristide. Aristide no. was the one of the previous presidents of Haiti, and he was uh, capped by the United, United States uh, actually... Propped him up? No, they, they actually ar- put him in power? No, they actually uh, arrested him. They kidnapped oh, him. Oh, okay. Uh, that was a while ago. Last I heard about the, um, this guy, uh, the U.S. was just like, yeah, he can uh, overstay his term. Because there's supposed to be election in 2020 or something like that, and then he's just like, no, we're not going to have an election because of, you know, COVID. And so he's just going to hold power. And then people didn't like that. Yeah, so he wasn't... And the U.S. backed him in doing that. Yeah, so basically, right now, there's actually a massive power vacuum because because he didn't call for new elections, most of the parliament isn't there. And a lot of the... um, What's it called? The Justice uh, Supreme Court... Mm-hmm. They resigned because, in protest of his, um, of him not stepping down from mm-hmm. his office, and so right now there's a massive power vacuum, and it's be interesting to see what happens with that. But, but basically, there was a whole like massive gang situation going on, and all the gangs in Haiti, which were very powerful, they were, um, uh, what's the word? They were brought together by this guy named John Barbecue. Barbecue, yeah. Yeah. So this dude named like John Barbecue or something like that, if that's his name. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Barbecue Cherise. He united all the gangs in Haiti, and you'd think that after this whole assassination, 
you'd be thinking that he might have something to do with this assassination attempt, but it turns out, no, he didn't. Because he's nowhere to be found. He's not taking over as leader no, of Haiti. It's more is, so the vice president. Odd. Well, I don't know why he wouldn't, because this is a perfect opportunity for him to do so, and he already took power of the gang, so the underworld. I might be afraid. That uh, might be true. Um, in order to take over, you have to, become, you have to go into the spotlight, right? Yeah. But I think he already was like in the spotlight as well. They were interviewing the him. They, they, they were interviewing him. Yeah, he was having political, like a literal political. Uh, people were recognizing him politically. Yeah, but um, and now he's, he's gone. Found, and now there's a massive power vacuum. Well, maybe he was also assassinated. No, he's still alive. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Word would have come out if he died. Yeah. Um, it so I don't know so. what were the informants. So were they ex? I heard that they were ex. Yeah, they were all uh, ex. They were all ex FBI informants and and DEA informants. But it's interesting that ex FBI DEA informants were involved in assassination on yeah. the Haitian president. But well, who president, do you? Sorry, uh, who who would you think would be like hired as a mercenary? Who is the clientele that you would hire as a mercenary? Or I guess not the clientele, but uh, who would hire mercenaries? No. Who would uh, be a mercenary? Who would go into that line of work? I after don't know. Somebody who's like, got training from the United States. Exactly. Like the Colombian mercenaries that got training from the United States that participated in this assassination. Yeah. They would, they would be the ones that are in the mercenary business. Right. Um, I assume some ex-military, probably ex-FBI, would also be in this industry. Like these are the type of people that would I'm just, just... saying. I'm just saying. It's just interesting that that was the case. But, you know... The, 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 my only problem with the, uh, the suggestion that the states were behind this is this is not how the United States goes about talking right, to governments. They, that's not this how they do it. This is way out of character. Yeah. And, I mean, if it was the United States, they did a shit job. They did a bad job, yeah. They did a shit job. Well, but look at what happened in Venezuela. Yeah, they didn't do a good they job there They didn't do a either. good job there either. <laughs> By sending over like what twenty five dudes and and the fishermen caught them like yeah. come on man, I mean I think it's more likely though that in this situation that the the bourgeoisie in Haiti maybe hired some of these mercenaries to take out this guy that was being a little de- destabilizing factor. That's what I'm thinking as well. The, they were hired by people of power within the country, right. Um, right. and I don't think they have any like I don't think this is like a conspiracy that the states were involved in any way i just think that they because they're also so close to the states that would be where they go right in order to get this shit done they don't trust the gains within the country they're going to go out and find professionals air quotes to do the job but you would think yeah but the gangs in the country might be good at doing that job too i'm just saying i know but why would the gains um Go out and hire mercenaries. No, I mean, as in the gangs themselves would do it. That's yeah, they saying. could do it as well, but, but that's I don't what I'm think... saying. Why wouldn't the bourgeoisie hire the gangs? Because if you go out and you just go up to, like, the, I don't know, the Indian posse. That's not how... It, like, no, but that's not... You don't just walk up to a mercenary and be like, hey, yo, go kill this uh, important figure. How else do you do it? <laughs> they fucking, I don't know, send emails, make phone calls. Get a guy that knows the guy type Get a guy thing. that knows the guy to go do it. That's exactly how they do it. Come on. I don't know. I, I literally am not in this world. I have no idea. He's in this world. You know. I kind of didn't believe that this shit existed. 
until now. Oh, come on, man. It's such movie shit, bro. It's such movie shit. Like, the some, like, I don't know, Haitian person is just like, yo, fuck the government. I'm going to get everybody killed by hiring international mercenaries that are trained by the U.S. government to come in and murk this guy. And then they just do a shit job. Yeah, then they just do a shit job. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it, it's just movie shit. Like, it's hard to believe that this happened. Oh, they arrested 20 more. So, yeah, there's over, like, 23. Jesus Christ. 23 fucking people going in to assassinate the president. That's a whole squad, man. That's a whole platoon. <laughs> more information is coming out about this, like, every day. When did this happen? This happened July 7th at 1 a.m is july 28th at the moment 29th 28th is 28th it's been three weeks we don't have all the information as of yet what what's the head of columbia saying or uh what go back down go back down we're on uh, wikipedia right now sorry columbian attackers were recruited by four companies monetary motivation seems to be the only reason behind the attackers agreeing to the job exactly so they're paid they're mercenaries well yeah i think we gotta know that who paid them, though? The Florida-based company, Worldwide Investigation Department Group. Probably paid them in Bitcoin. Was that to raise money for the assassination? A Florida-based company did the assassination. Raised money for the assassination. Jesus. Why are there companies in the U.S. that assassinate presidents of other countries? Yeah, you'd think if there's a company that's been pinned for raising money for an assassination that they would uh uh Get clap arrested. their cheeks clap their cheeks that's fucked up and there's also who was it some of the people that were in um moisey's cabinet had like a a fake uh 10 meetings of like a potential cabinet in the future for haiti and they didn't talk about apparently they didn't talk anything about the assassination or like a coup d'etat mm-hmm but but it was assumed that this guy, Sanon, was going to become the Prime Minister of Haiti. Okay. But, like, people in that meeting, though, were not, like, shady figures. One of them was, like, the consultant for the United Nations. So, you know, interesting situation. We still don't know what's going the on. Meet, and the meetings were conducted in Florida. Why, why is everything happening in Florida? Uh, they that's... literally have their own country to do this shit in. <laughs> that's a good question. Why do they go to Florida? I don't know. Probably because... Uh, and the Dominican the Haitian, Republic. The, and the Dominican Republic. Yeah, because the Haitian police don't have jurisdiction over there, right? They can't go over there and arrest them. Yeah, that's true. They're having those uh, talks. What have the Dominican Republic is also right next door to Haiti. Exactly. Like, literally on the same island. I know, but, like, you can go over to the Dominican Republic and not worry about Haitian police. That's true. Well, anyways, that's some interesting stuff about so, the Haitian Some more information came out. Well, we'll try to keep you updated to the best of our ability. Oh, this shit's crazy. Former Prime Minister said there are often 100 officers from the Presidential Guard around the President's home. Neighbors and acquaintances have ever said that Moisey only had a few guards around his home on most days. Okay. Only right. 24 cops were guarding the residence during the time of the assassination. 24 cops met by 20 fucking assassination squad members. I mean, first of all, the assassination, like, mercenaries probably have more training than the yeah, Haitian yeah, cops, yeah. right? And they have the, the so they probably element of surprise. Their, yeah, so they probably clap their cheeks. Yeah, they have an element of surprise. Like, how many, how many casualties were there? I don't know. Like, by the sound of it, it seems like they just kind of, like, drove through, like, a gate and was just like, yo, we're here to fuck you up, and then they fucked them up, and then 
made a lot of noise and then they got arrested for doing it. And like it was drunk, like had a couple drinks beforehand and went like, let's do an assassination tonight. Let's change world politics tonight. Yeah. Shit's crazy. At least 21 assailants are known to be former servicemen of the National Army of Cuba. They had 20... a shootout with police. Oh, it actually seemed like there were 28 foreigners who were in this incident. How many? 28, look. 28 foreigners. 26 were Colombian and 2 American of Haitian descent. Okay, well, uh, if you go to the paragraph underneath that, that's what I was reading. Yeah, 21 assailants were former servicemen of the National Army of Colombia. The U.S. also trained the Army of Columbia, basically, right? Yeah. Back in the day. And some of them were. According to the United States Department of Defense, some of them had taken part in uh, military training and education programs organized by the United States in past. But yeah, they were trained by the United States. Basically, everybody here was trained by the United States. Granted, yeah. how the United States topples governments is that they train armies in order to do it. Yeah. Do what they want. So they find allies in uh, certain areas of the world that have the same goals as them. They train them on how to do, like, execute their mission, and then they go in and do it. Yeah, but it's just, uh, yeah, this one seems like a strange case. Kind of strange. This is, this is just a weird one that, like, this does not scream U.S. involvement. This screams rich people pain for this to happen, not government, U.S. government involvement. When it comes to motive, yeah. Yeah, this, this is just kind of odd, and that's why it's confusing me a little bit. Oh, well, well that was fucking 80. Haiti's crazy right now. 80s, shit's going Listen, down You could go man. down there and just say you're the prime minister, and they'll probably believe you. They'll believe you, dude, even though you're, I mean, as long as you're black, most likely. Uh, yeah, they were the first. Uh, Successful slave revolt. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty woke. Yeah. Until, you know, the authoritarian bit came in. Yeah, they paid, <laughs> they paid for that, for being the only sliver revolt. Yeah. So they paid for that dearly. So we're, what, what's next to talk about? Um, we can talk about some of the bills in Parliament right now. Okay. <sighs> what happened in Parliament? What happened in Parliament? So we had a couple weird-ass bills going on. You want to talk about the porn? One? No, that we're yeah, we got like a one. minor one, some minor ones to talk about, or just one minor one, really. Well, two minor ones. Well, here. there was one that was about the greenhouse gas pollution thing. That's just like... I mean, that, that, that was just saying like that story. farmers can also have tax exemption from um, natural gas and propane. It's not that crazy. They already have it from um, just... Gasoline. Gasoline, right? And diesel. Yeah, they have... Um, for those that don't know, they have purple gasoline and diesel that's tinted purple and it's illegal for any um any vehicle other than vehicles that are um registered under the farm to use i didn't know that so because i worked at a farm i know this <laughs> so if i fill my tank up at the farm and i was caught filling my tank up at the farm i would get a fat fine a fat fine yeah. it's illegal for me to do that that's basically it yeah that's basically one of the small bills conservative it doesn't really matter uh, the other one that we want to talk about, though, that, that's for real, is the Senate bill. And it's the Protecting Young Persons and Exposure, Persons from Exposure to Pornography Act. And it's a Senate bill, S203. And <laughs> it's just... A conservative dude try to, try to get it through. And then there's a witness there, I guess, who's like a sex worker? Yeah. A Canadian Alliance for Sex Worker Law Reform? I don't even know what this is. But... 
yeah, this dude who's got like a smarmy ass picture. Who's conservative? What's his name? Alberta. His name is Arnold Vierson. And he's saying that sex work, <laughs> that they should like attempt to like make a board or something to prevent the consumption of pornography by like young people, by youth. By youth, and that if they do get access to the stuff, that includes sexual harass, that it, it could cause sexual harassment and sexual violence against women if they get their hands on the shit before they're eighteen. See, this is a weird. This is just weird. And it was so around. weird. Like it just comes out of nowhere. There's only two mentions in the discussion about it. The person saying the the bill, and then the the witness's response from it. Yeah, we're on open parliament right now, uh, Bill S-203, uh, if you want to look at it. And then basically a sex worker comes in and says, listen, is, there's a pandemic right now. People are getting clapped. They're not doing well. Uh, and she says, quote, for, for targeting internet sex work during a pandemic is such an aggressive and violent move on your part and on the part of everybody considering regulation right now. So that's kind of maybe kind of an overreaction, but... I mean, like, okay, so here's the thing. This guy wants to make it harder for uh, underage peoples who uh, view pornography. That's his goal, right? Yeah. That's basically his goal. I mean, it's already illegal for them to do that. Kids can get around that pretty fucking easy if they want to. They just say, oh, my, my age is 18. That's literally all you got to do, right? Yeah. Right? You know. I know. Every, everybody listening knows. <laughs> Unless you're old and you didn't have internet when you're young. Yeah, I mean... And it's like, I, like, I understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, it's just like, it's already illegal. Why are you trying to make it more illegal? Like, what, what, what are you putting forward in order to change the fact that kids are looking at it? Because if, if kids want to look at it, they're just going to... They're just going to type in fucking porn on the Google. Yeah. They're going on the Google and then type in porn, and then there you go. Now, you don't want to have unconsensual uh, videos out there of sexual actions, Yeah, but that's right? already you, illegal. That's also already illegal. So, and so what you have to do is you have to go after the, um, the actual organize, the, the platforms themselves that host um, content that is unconsensual. Uncon uh, you go after them. You don't go after, um, you don't necessarily go after, like, you don't want the kids to see this, right? Exactly. It's I feel like, weird, I like, it's just kind of like a weird. Why is like he framing it in this way? Yeah, he's framing it in a certain way that it's because kids are getting their hands on it that's leading to sexual violence and sexual harassment. Yeah. And that a lot of the videos, it's, it's unconsensual. You know, you know what they did to, um, to one of these websites that literally is mentioned in the witnesses thing? Pornhub. Pornhub. They literally, I'm pretty sure, they like, took out all the stuff that wasn't a partnered account. Yeah, well, the only reason why they did that is because they were kind of canceled online. Because they had underage porn on their website. That oh, they, they knew, did? That they knew about, and they didn't um, take it down in... Um, they didn't, I, I don't think they took oh, it down. Oh, fuck. That's, uh, that's kind of like... A, baseline of what happened there it's not Jesus necessarily Christ. exactly what happened but that's, that's my understanding. um that's not good so that's why they it was an over well, not overreaction but like it was a reaction like to an ovary <laughs> it was a reaction to them being canceled basically was oh, them taking yeah. all of them all that stuff down i also think you shouldn't have real rape up there yeah no right that's not. bad it's illegal real sexual assault 
bad. Consensual porn is fine. Even the crazy shit. Even the craziest shit with like the weird okay, well, things. Well, I'm not going to get about, into what it. Do you, what do you but, mean crazy shit? Listen, there's only one type of sex. It's missionary. That's the only type of sex there is. <laughs> Two men. Uh, if people are into... This dude doesn't even <laughs> fucking address drawings. Like this bitch should have hit him with drawings. Like listen, the bitch. hentai shit? Listen, have you heard of drawing? <laughs> what about drawings though? Is that sexual harassment or assault? No, it's no. a drawing. Get the hell out of here. And like, so also the age of like when you're able to look at porn is like 18, right? That's an arbitrary ass number. It's arbitrary ass number. People can be 18 and still not mature enough to, I don't know, understand the concept of what porn actually is. Because right, everybody right? develops at a different pace than each other. Yeah. But they just use that number because, okay, we got, um, it's we got good enough. Of, we got a whole bunch of other yeah. things that go with adulthood, quote unquote, and we've determined a, a, in Canada at least that 18 is the age of adulthood. So for drinking, yeah. for um, buying cigarettes, and for uh, entering strip clubs, and the- all those things. And so they're just like, yeah, we'll just lump... We'll just lump uh, viewing pornography in with being an adult because technically that is considered an adult form of entertainment. Which is also, I, I'm not going to go, like, it, it's weird because you, the age of consent is 16, right? You're allowed to legally fuck each other and not view porn. Yeah. That's a little weird one, too. Which is, uh, which is uh, I mean, to me, is kind of like So, like, weird. in their perfect world, they would have kids that are, like, like not kids, but, like, you know, 16-year-olds, teens. Yeah underage that can bang but in their perfect world they don't know what they're doing <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's kind of weird it i don't weird. know all right that's enough of that my my, my biggest thing is just like come out you can I cut all that what were you saying you, i'm saying we have to have better sex education for kids so they understand what real consent is because a lot of people still don't understand what real consent is not really were you taught exactly what consent was in school listen they didn't have a class where they brought up a board and they were like listen bro yes means yes no means no they didn't do that it was just more so like a cultural thing where they're like all right if yes means yes no means no it was more cultural you learned it not quite at school but outside of school right yeah that's the problem i mean that's kind of what i'm saying here we got to have better uh sex education in school to teach um people how to interact that way uh, effectively and not with exploitation. Derek, did right? you accidentally rip a bitch? You know what I'm saying, though. I know what you're saying. You know what I'm exactly saying. makes sense. Yeah. So Instead of leaving it up to culture, and then somebody might fall through the cracks, and then not get that, and then they're and just then like, do and then they something. Go to a party, and then they fuck some girl who's like kind of like completely passed out, and then they go, well, yeah. So you don't want there to be a gray area with consent. You want to teach people how to. Uh, I think there is also an argument you can make that. As a human being, you don't assault somebody, right? What do you know is assault and what's not assault? Everybody knows if you punch somebody in the head, that's, no, that's a no-no. It, yeah, but you're... Okay. If you, fuck a, if you fuck... Or if you steal something from a shop, that's a no-no. Everybody knows it. And so if they do it, they know they're doing something bad. Through popular culture, though, it has also been a thing to hit your wife. Like, that only changed 50 years ago. Maybe. It's only acceptable in the last 50 years to be like, yeah... Hitting your wife's bad. It's it's a so it's um it, it's less a human thing and more a society thing. You know. Okay, maybe you're so right what, about that one. Yeah. 
I think we got to teach, pe- teach people because we have to assume everybody's a fucking idiot, right? Yeah, we do. And we have to teach people what consent really is and what is acceptable uh, with consent and shit, right? Yeah. Okay. So if you have a... Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I don't have to get more into it, but... I think that's a better way to go about it than being like no porn for anybody. Right, which is kind of the direction that this guy's trying to go for. Derek didn't finish a statement. Listen, all I'm saying is that... I'm saying instead of going after the porn industry and trying to censor shit, teach kids about consent and not raping people. And that's a better way to go about it. Oh, yeah, because this guy's bill was saying that, oh, if young people under the age of uh, 18 18. who are not adults get access to pornography, then they end up being like, that increases the amount of uh, sexual harassment, sexual assault. Now, he doesn't provide any numbers for that. Now, of course, you know, he's just in parliament, so they usually don't. But um, the real way to address that would be to provide a bill that would deal with the education system. Yeah, exactly. Instead of, like, directly attacking and then potentially affecting sex workers in a way like you would have to nanny state, protect the internet. I don't even know how they would go about that. I what are they going to do like Leisure Sweet Larry did back in the day where we're going to ask you questions that only adults would know the answer to? Like, no, that's no. You have literally the internet. You can just search up the answers. Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense. There's always a way around it. So going after like, going after porn sites or whatever for um, how they uh, vet their viewers or whatever isn't necessarily the best way to go about doing this. <laughs> they get all illegal except for drawing. <laughs> Colt just really likes his drawings. Shut I don't up. Know. No, I have to cut that now. Um, but yeah, I think that was a good way to explain it at the end there. Yeah, I was, was kind of struggling there because this is, a, this is a touchy subject. You're talking about sex and kids. This is bad. <laughs> that is bad. That That's is bad, subject. right? So you don't want to like miss, miss uh, speak. Yeah, and then you get clapped. Yeah, that's bad. But I think we said it in a good way. Yeah. This is an education issue for children rather than uh, going after the porn industry. A censorship issue. A censorship issue. Also, sex workers are real workers. They are real workers. And they should be unionized and protected under um, federal law. They should be. I agree with that. Yeah, 100%. Derek's favorite Twitch streamer is Amaranth, so that explains a lot. True. I really Uh, like it when she licks the microphone. Yeah, that's his favorite part, dude. (laughs) Yeah, and she writes my name. Big cock McGee um, on her tits. That's like her whole thing. She, I, I personally think that those areas of Twitch should kind of be 18 years old. Whoa, now we're getting That's, to the real fucking touchy okay, subjects. Okay, this, this is the real is the touchy shit. subject. Okay, so there's Twitch, right? And then there's people who dance on the line of what is sexual content of like the the terms of service and people who don't and i'm always been kind of iffy on that because twitch is a live streaming platform that was made for games but now it's branched out to just chatting meaning like you got people streamers like asan you got h3h3 just joined now you got like lots of miskiff he's not playing games Mm -hmm. you know all these guys it's branched out now if some there are terms of service and if you're dancing on the edge of the terms of service with sexual content, you're not break, but they're technically not breaking the terms of service. They're not breaking the terms of service. But everybody knows what they're doing. Yeah. And it is, you know, you go, if you go incognito mode and you go on the front page of Twitch, you're going to get a 
what's referred to as a titty streamer, a streamer who has like a low cut top uh, of female, and then she's showing a lot of uh, of the dairy pillows. She's showing a lot of the mommy milkers, if you will. That's right. So if you go onto Twitch, I'm I'm on incognito mode right now. Uh, it doesn't seem to be working because it's got a sun on the. Well, front you go page. down. Uh, it, there's literally a. Segment. Oh, here we go. Yeah, the hula hoop girl is in a bikini. Spoopy kit and. Like, okay, so basically, my only problem with this is. Yeah, come on, man! Like what the this, fuck is this? We're watching man? this stream right now. The streamer called Spoopy Kit, and she's literally doing um. She's hula hooping, yeah, and so she's wearing she's a bikini, and she's showing her ass off, shaking her ass and shaking her tits. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Like I want to just say that like sex sex workers again are real workers and should be protected under um the federal law and shit like that. However, this is a platform where you can be 13 and join up and pay money to yeah, your that's streamer. The yeah, that's the kind of the the where it gets bad. But like, okay? and Twitch because should change their TOS. They should. Because the the type of streamers that are uh, shaking their ass are doing like semi sexual content. Yeah, thirteen is you. You have to be thirteen years old in order to register for a Twitch account. Yeah, and of course you can lie about that, right? You can but, lie about that. You can't do anything about the lying about it, but you can make it uh, eighteen years and up. Yeah, uh, to, in yeah. order to view those certain channels and those certain streams. Well, listen, there's a button that we're, right when we clicked on this on this. Uh, like, come on, man. Like it's fine to enjoy the the con. When like it's not the it. content that itself that's the bad thing. Okay, well, when it's, we the, first, when it's we... the fact that there's 13 year olds in the chat watching it, and then also paying money like, for certain things okay, to happen. So do you see when I first when I put this in, the broadcaster indicated the channel is intended for mature audiences. Okay, that's what they have. You have a button you have to hit to click that says start watching. That has never stopped child before. <laughs> Clicking a button? Clicking a button. She's like, oh, this is a for mature audience. Ah. right now is pulling 32K, more than Miss. Oh, wait, almost oh, no. Miss Kip. That's pretty crazy. But Miss Kip is at least playing Mario Kart 8. Hassan's just chatting like a fucking pussy. He gets more views, though. That's true. I'm just saying, though, <laughs> that um, H3H3 just started twitching. Actually, true. But, um, but yeah. Uh, like, I this, is very, this is very like explicitly um, sexual content like borderline yeah, sexual everybody co- knows soft. that's what it is yeah. everybody knows it and some of these uh streamers also um if you donate money or donate subscribers or whatever that's kind of how twitch works you yeah pay money and then shit happens um they write the the name of that uh user on their body and you right. te- you're telling me that 13 year olds aren't jerking off to giving money to and like 27 year olds to India, write yeah. their name on their body that's kind of like exploitive in my eyes well yes and it's up to twitch to stop that if they want to yes and twitch should, should i, I personally think twitch should i don't actually have a problem with the concept of any of these streams like you should be 100 percent allowed to do what they do there just should be a little bit more of a wall there if you know what i mean yeah i know what you're saying yeah yeah they should but um that's one of those things where it's like... I mean, it's not that big of an issue. It's just kind of like morally. I I feel like it's exploitive. Yeah, uh, perhaps. You're exploiting underage people who are horny as shit. Because you're hot. Thanks. Thanks, Derek. So uh, I think that there should be uh, a mature section of Twitch. 
Yeah, they they should probably do that. But as we know, Twitch is Twitch is extremely inept and bad at the job. Yeah, so. because um, what is it? But the fact that this platform is literally marketed to kids, and then they have this content on it, it's just kind of weird to me. And the fact that they can also pay these streamers money directly in order to do things for them. That's understandable. We That's have to kind stop. of weird. Well, I appreciate doing? everybody from watching. Uh, that was, uh, remember to download and follow us and whatnot on the platform you're viewing us on. All the bullshit. And um, that was Canadian Perspective signing off. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye-bye.